His Worship, the Mayor of Collingwood, joins us, Brian Saunderson. And Brian, great to see you again. Last time we saw you, you had biked in to the live interview down at the Elvis stage, and uh, it turned out to be quite the weekend. It was a it was a great weekend. Uh, the weather held out. We got a little bit of rain at the right time, and uh, but uh, it was a fantastic weekend for the twenty fifth uh, Elvis Festival, and uh, it was quite the finale on Sunday at the Eddie Bush. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, I think a lot of a lot of the comments were uh, from the town employees that had been involved in the Elvis Festival for so many years. Was bittersweet. Uh, they're kind of rela- nice to see. Uh, that that commitment that they have to make year after year after year, while they're still trying to do what they do for the town, uh, that that's off their backs. But uh, there was a whole family of people that kind of got involved with the festival. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, this is the last year that it's going to be a community or a town-run festival. But uh, Mish would remember that for eight years, uh, it was a third-party event. Yep. And uh, it will be a third-party event moving forward. So, in many respects, Elvis is going back to uh, his roots. Um, <laughs> and at the same time, this allows us to leverage the expertise we have in-house from running Elvis mm-hmm. for the last uh, 17 years uh, to le- uh, to leverage and grow our other festivals, like uh, the Side Launch Days, which is coming up uh, August 9th, 10th, and 11th, and the Frozen Festival that takes place in town between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, two burgeoning festivals. I know Side Launch has been growing uh by leaps and bounds, uh, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a great festival, and it's exciting to leverage that and to get uh, people down to our waterfront, uh, you know, as we move forward in developing the waterfront, and uh, plans are underway for Harborview Park. So, yeah, and, and we are a water community, so it's great to get people down there. Uh, speaking of a water community, uh, a lot of people uh, are bringing it up, especially because this summer has been a very hot summer especially hot on the weekends, and a lot of folks have been commenting, uh, I've been certainly hearing the rumblings, of uh, that there's some issues with uh, Sunset Point Park. Very popular park, but on the weekends, it feels like the locals can't get near it. It is so overrun with with tourists, which we love. We're a tourist community. Uh, But um, the... The challenge that a lot of people are feeling is that, boy, our tax dollars are going to the infrastructure, the upkeep, the maintenance, and the cleaning up after. And yet, our local residents can't get near it because there's no real way to monetize the park for the tourists. Well, I, I think there's a bunch of issues rolled into that. Uh, first of all, it is a public park, mm-hmm. uh, just like any other park, Heritage Park, the Legion Park, Centennial Park, Millennium Park. And uh, being a community that uh, embraces tourism and has that as one of our main economic drivers, um, that's, uh, that, that's a good thing. Yep. Uh, in terms of controlling traffic and uh, uh, stress on the park, uh, we've worked very hard this year. Parks and Rec has been extremely diligent uh, cleaning up the park so we don't have the pictures coming in every Monday of the garbage bins overflowing right. and, and that sort of thing. Um, uh, the parking, uh, we have bylaw enforcement uh, very aggressively enforcing it. We have used OPP backup for things like overnight campers. Um, and there are orange uh, barriers there that are marking the parking areas a lot with a lot of signage. So we're trying to manage that. Um, and yes, we're still hearing comments from the public, but uh, uh, that's to be expected. Certainly, we have uh, not had the problems in terms of the garbage and uh, fires and p- cars parked everywhere that we had uh, 
um, two years ago when the, when the problem really started. Um, but in terms of how we might uh, manage that, uh, charge for parking, give locals uh, free passes, uh, that sort of thing, uh, that's something that the town's working on and we're looking at implementing. And we did hear from the uh, Sunset Point uh, Residents Association uh, Committee uh, last council meeting. And it's something that we are working on, just like we work on uh, issues surrounding all our other parks. Okay, so it's a work in progress at this point? Okay. Uh, In terms of uh, the waterfront to master plan, is Sunset uh, Point Park part of that? And and when does that all start start to roll out? Are we still in the planning stages? Uh, yes, uh, Sunset Park, you know, it, it's a little different because we don't own uh, uh, the majority of that park. Right. It's uh, federal lands, um, and uh, we lease them through the province. And uh, so uh, I think the uh, the plans there are more modest. Um, and, because uh, basically you don't want to be building on someone else's stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. But we are working on the Enviro Park uh, right. for, uh, for the kids, and that uh, input process is ongoing. And um, we're looking forward to getting that done. There's three really very large uh, parks and rec uh, plans, capital projects that are underway, one being the Enviro Park at Sunset Point, uh, the other being the uh, facility out at Fisher Fields, Mm -hmm. and then the Harborview Park uh, Stage 1 of the Master Plan, Waterfront Master Plan, which is the development of the water uh, splash pad, water feature down there. Uh, and the supporting buildings. So those are three very large projects that uh, we're hoping will be completed for next summer. So uh, so those are in the works, absolutely. Last we talked to you, um, yeah, everyone anxious to see the former Admiral Collingwood lands in downtown Collingwood getting used. And uh, last time we talked to you, we were very close. Has that things been cleared up? Are we underway with that? Uh I don't know the answer to that. They have till this coming Tuesday, oh, okay. August 6th, to uh, meet those deadlines. Um, and whether or not, well, I mean, we're certainly hopeful that they are doing that. They are not large items. Uh, and so the, they got a uh, provisional uh, consent on their plan of subdivision and, uh, uh, or site plan agreement. And uh, so they're moving forward with that. And the hope is that they've got all that done so that they can uh, get their permits and get, get in the ground. Coming up next week, quite a coup, I think, for Collingwood. Uh, we're going to be one of the locations for a meeting of the International Joint Commission on the Great Lakes Water. Uh, did you have something to do with that because of your involvement with the Great Lakes Cities Commission? Or? No. Uh, they, uh, they've, they're they out on an information gathering tour, a public engagement tour, and Collingwood is one of the uh, pit stops along the way. Um, I will be speaking at it. Um, and uh, there's certainly a lot of inter, uh, interconnection between the uh, Great Lakes St. Lawrence Cities Initiative and the uh, International Joint Commission. Um, and so it'll be a, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a very exciting event. Uh, how's the mayor going to spend the long weekend? Uh, well, uh, I hope fully up in Honey Harbor Yay. and uh, uh, on the water. Uh, the weather, we've been having a great summer this year, and, uh, you know, it's been really busy here in town, even though we've gone down to one meeting per month for council, and uh, the county doesn't meet again until August. They didn't meet in July, but uh, there's always stuff swirling around. There's always plans in action, and uh, it's been a great summer, so hopefully everyone else is enjoying the time, too. Oh, fantastic. Brian Sanderson, Mayor of Collingwood, thank you so much for joining us on Talk to the Town. Thanks very much, guys. Take care, and we'll see you next week.